Never holding a grudge. Amen. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Welcome by. His name is Kevin Lavar. Oh, I've heard of that name. Yeah. Welcome to church. Amen. Uh, <laughs> church on a Tuesday. How fun. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, oh, So, yeah. we're going to take a little breakity break and uh, talk about forgiveness this week. Yeah, we're just going to take a quick break from love languages because personally for me, I was feeling like we just needed a break from it. We were plowing through it very well. We went through three. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, let's just take a break. Um, rest the ears of some people who might be annoyed. But <laughs> I did feel like this topic was very important to me because I found myself this week thinking about specific incidents that happened to me mm. in the past. And I was like... I know I'm over it, but yo, if this happened, I would have, or I was like, I'm so proud of myself that I stood up to this girl and I told her off, but um, I was just thinking about it and I was looking at a quote and it said, forgiveness and healing, you can't do one without the other. So if mm-hmm. I'm still butthurt about something, you have not healed it all. I have not. Okay, so. maybe not at all, but... Mostly you have not healed. So Thomas Zass says, the stupid neither forgive nor forget. The naive forgive and forget. But the wise forgive but do not forget. Repeat that one more time. (laughs) And remember the couple podcasts ago I said... It's up forgive and heal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the stupid neither forgive nor forget. The naive... So those are the people that hold grudges. Right. The naive and forgive okay. and forget, meaning they continue their mistakes. They might say, oh, I forgive you. And then they go right back to the same, same thing. And then the wise say, I forgive you, but this cannot happen again. So I'm going to remember it. So they don't forget. So yes. this whole forgive and forget stuff, you're stupid. You fall into the oh, category oh, of oh, stupid. Oh, oh. But the, the, the end of that quote says the wise forgive and forget. No, the wise forgive, but do not forget. But do not forget. Yes. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, so that is basically like self-awareness, self-boundary, self-respect instead of forgive and forget. Oh, Keisha did this to me six years ago. Yeah, but but that doesn't mean that I didn't forgive her if I'm remembering it. Right, right. It's teachable moments. Exactly. I just wanted to make sure people are hearing that correctly. Okay. And the correct connotation. No, for sure. So learn to be wise, don't be naive, and stop being stupid. There you go. Well, that was a word. We're done here, folks. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) But, um... 
I was doing some more research, and mm-hmm. it was saying how there are six research-based facts to consider when it comes to forgiving, and it's linked to physical health and emotional health, and a lot of people don't realize that, um, but there are some statistics, and it says that most Americans have a desire for more forgiveness in their lives. However, they are more critical when choosing who to forgive, according to a new survey. Yikes. But this survey was done in 2010. of American adults say they need more forgiveness in their personal lives, and 94% wanted to see more forgiveness in the country, according to a study by Michigan-based Fitzer Institute. Now, see, if this was a research paper, your source would be almost outdated. Yeah, for sure. Okay. But, um... I just found it that it was interesting that Americans are desiring forgiveness, but they're so critical towards who they will forgive. Uh-huh. And when you're forgiving, it's not a pick and choose process. It is what it is. You just do it. And that's what Jesus did for us. I was literally just about to say that. I was just about to be like, imagine if we as humans were capable of forgiving the way that God forgives and mm. as easily. Because... Like, the homie died for literally everybody and forgive us for all our repeated sins on a daily basis. I mean, as long as we're repenting. But we, as humans, Keandra rolled her eyes at me in kindergarten and now I'm 35 and I have a problem when sometimes when everyone rolls their eyes at me or I think they're rolling their eyes at me because I didn't forgive Keandra in kindergarten. Yeah, like it's like uh, kindergarten, and you're 34. <laughs> <laughs> like that's some deeply rooted stuff. No, there. it is. And so when it said the 60 percent said forgiving someone would first depend on offender, the offender who is apologizing and making the changes. But why does it matter who? Because that forgiveness could literally be for that person. It's not for you. It's for that person. Exactly. And so I remember I wrote this status on Facebook like a few years ago. Unforgiveness or not forgiving somebody is like inviting someone into your house and eating food in front of them without offering anything. Mm. Because it's the amount of disrespect. It's like, okay, I'm listening to you. But I'm going to be disrespectful back to you. And it's like, no, it's not about that. Yeah, yeah. This may be jumping a little bit ahead of the conversation. But what what, do you, what are your thoughts on closure, like from friendships and relationships and stuff? Because a lot of people want to hear an apology or feel that they need to have a conversation mm-hmm. with somebody uh, that cut ties with them without ex- an explanation or stuff like that. Like I went through that recently. Um like I felt like I needed to have this one last conversation with somebody and like every door was slammed in my face and I was like, "Bro, move on." Like it I got you. It's fine. But see, at that point, it becomes a them problem and not you. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to closure, I think that's the same lines of forgiveness. It's like, if you're needing that forgiveness, it sucks that some people may not get it the typical, um, I forgive you way, but sometimes you need to forgive yourself. A yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Your face. That is funny. Good point you brought up there. Hmm. Uh, so what does the meaning of forgiveness mean to you? Um, 
to let go. Mm, essentially. And, yeah, but it's it's still difficult because, like, we're humans and we have feelings. But, and I guess it go it depends on, like, how deeply you cared for the person or um, what the offense was. Mm, but see, that goes back to the 60% of Americans, according to a 2010 survey. Why does it matter? Yeah, I mean, because we're carnal and, like, we're selfish people, like, naturally. True, yeah. And technically, <laughs> if you want to be 100% real, some people may want you know that peace of mind only for themselves which is good mm-hmm. but it's still sometimes with a selfish intent this person needs to forgive because i'm the one losing out if they're not forgiving or mm. what maybe you should go do some soul searching because it takes two people to tango there was a disturbance in the relationship for a reason it wasn't just solely one person's fault right yeah i completely agree i think the main meaning of forgiveness is letting go and when i turned the other cheek man wow shook sorry and then when (laughs) i looked at this other article it was saying pretty much you're letting go so that you can allow um easy breathing Mm -hmm. mental and physical and spiritual Clarity. Clarity. Clarity mm-hmm. in your life. So. Yes. Yeah. That's real. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to put myself out there. I don't know if you're willing to do that today, but I'm going to talk about an incident that I acted like a wise person because in my, in my lifetime, I've allowed people to walk on me mm-hmm. and I've acted like the naive person according to the whole forgive and forget thing because that's what I thought it was oh you forgive and forget and you know she said sorry anyways <clears throat> even though she slapped you or even though she she betrayed you you should still be her friend because she said I'm sorry but it's like how many times mm-hmm. has that person done that to you so I'm gonna share I don't know if you're willing to share too and then there's some imp- um, six important things that I wanted to share too about the research based facts that I'll share near the end is that cool? go for it okay so <clears throat> um, <laughs> there's a situation when I was in college at Southern I don't know why I said that out loud <sighs> but when I went to school I was living in the dorm and I hung out with one of my sweet mates and she had said something about her roommate. And I wasn't friends with her roommate, but then she was friends with a friend of mine. I don't know if it makes sense. Okay. So she was a friend's friend. So one day when I hung up with my friend, the my sweet mate, the roommate to the sweet mate that I hung out with, was there too. Are y'all tracking? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the other sweet mate was there too. That makes sense. <coughs> so that person was talking about their roommate and they were saying how they felt a certain type of way because they felt like their sweet mate, not their sweet mate, their roommate, they felt a certain way about them. They were having issues in the relationship. And so I said, 
Hmm, that's interesting because something was said to me from them, and I think you two should have a conversation because I feel like you're both saying the same thing, but just not to each other. And so when that person went to their roommate, because I'm not one to to blow everyone's business like that, and on top of that, I have no loyalty to any of them because I didn't know them. They went to them. They had a conversation. I don't know what the conversation was about, but when I saw the sweet mate that I hung out with personally, even though we weren't really friends, we just hung out one night together at some gathering. I'll call it a gathering. Um, <laughs> um, when I saw her in the hallway and I said, hi, she gave me the nastiest look. And I was like, yep, they had a conversation and my name got brought up. I'm not stupid. So when I saw her later on, I was like, hey, like, can we chat later? I think we need to talk. And so she was like, oh, yeah, sure. And so, but the way she should, she did it was like, yes, when I'm ready. Because she was around her friends in the lobby. And I'm just like, okay, don't put this show on. Like, anyways. So when she got up to the room and we shared bathrooms, um, she knocked on my room, my room door for the bathroom. And she was like, so what's up? Ew. Yeah, it was just stupid. So I just said, hey, I just feel like there's something off. Because now you look at me like with the nasty eye, and I used to say hi to you ever since we hung out that one time, and now I just feel like there's something off. She goes, yeah, um, what you told my roommate, um, I'm just going to call her um, Sally. Sally. What you told Sally, um, I just realized that you're not trusted because you told her what I told. I said, no, I did not. I don't know what Sally told you. And so she was just like, well, you told her something I said. And whatever. I was like, well, I don't care. I'm not hiding anything. You two were both complaining to me. So if anything, I'm someone that's just going to be like, oh, talk to the person. And then um, she went off to the point where she called me the B word. And I was like, oh, no, you can't step into my room and call me a a B word. That is not appropriate. So I just said B word. There's only one B word. My name is Brandy. That's a B word. No, it's not. Get out. Bye. (laughs) So... Oh, so now you're going to say, you're such a brandy. (laughs) So she called me the B word, and I was like, oh, that's how you feel? Okay, I mean, I'm not one, but I will be one to you. But you can leave my room with that attitude. And so she left, and then something happened between her and my roommate. They got into it because of the shower. (laughs) And... (laughs) But my roommate never liked her. But then what annoyed me so much was that... She went ahead and forgave her for cussing her out. And at that moment, I was like, oh, so she can forgive her, but she can't forgive me when I didn't do anything, blah, blah, blah. But then my roommate was like, no, but she started talking about you, about how she was like, oh, so should I go talk to Candace about what happened? Now that I'm talking to you, I just feel like maybe I misjudged you guys. I thought you guys were mean, but then when you came back to apologize for cussing me out about the shower... I feel like maybe she might be nice to me too. And so my she roommate dumb. she is dumb. My roommate at the time, shout out to Schneider. <laughs> um, she was like, Yeah, Candace's not a bad person. It's just don't catch her on a bad day because she's nice, but she will be mean to you if you're gonna be mean to her. She goes, Oh, okay, whatever. But go talk to her, she'll listen. <coughs> but Schneider told me that part and I was like, 
but why did she, okay, whatever. So I rolled my eyes and I was like, if she says sorry, then I'll accept it. But when she came to apologize, she did it in a way like, well, I spoke to Schneider and she said that you're someone that can forgive and you listen. And at that point, I was like, so why did you have to say that part out loud? Like, you didn't come on your own free will kind of thing. And so she was apologizing. I let her apologize. And she goes, what do you think? Is that okay for us to put it aside? I said, thanks for your apology, but you can go now. And she goes, what? I said, yeah, because you came in here and disrespected me and called me out my name. I'm cool with that. People think of me of whatever. That's what you think of me. I forgive you, but then now you want me to unpack all my emotions and tell you what I think and just allow you to come in here and whatever. And I said, you can go now. I accept your apology, but there is no way that you and I will ever be like good and at that moment i felt proud of myself it may have been rude for saying like you can go now but (laughs) but she felt so stupid and i think schneider was there and she was like can't see i didn't know that you could do that and i was like yes i can because how dare you come into my room and call me a b-i-t-c-h and then just say oh well schneider said that blah 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 no why can't you just say I'm sorry, genuinely, and just leave it alone instead of saying that you were talking to so many people when you're the same one that came to me and got mad at me for something simple as me encouraging your roommate to go talk to you. And then I found out later that Sally, her roommate, said, um, well, Candice said da-da-da-da-da, when I really did not say anything to her, and I had to get at her roommate for that because I was like, you know you threw me under the bus. But at the end of the day, I'm glad you guys worked it out. But I don't know. What were your thoughts on that situation? Um, <clears throat> you, <laughs> you could have been a tad bit nicer. Girl, no. <laughs> okay, yes. I'm, I uh, and what nicer. you said was fine, except for you can go now. That was just like... <laughs> I accept your apology, but kind of, so bye. <laughs> that's that, like that's what I heard. Like if I was the offender and you said that to me, I would have been like Okay. But that's the okay, so this is the thing though. The candidacy in me from how many years ago, I yes. did it for her. Yes. I I did that for her, but then I realized Oops, maybe I put something on her that I shouldn't have put on her. Mm-hmm. That and was And that's my wonderful problem. that you can accept that and realize that. So. This just became a therapy session. No, y'all. it didn't. I'm not paying you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's why I. And then I realized, like, the reason why I did it though is because this girl is known for walking on people and being rude. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, she messed with the wrong one. But at the same time, I was like, I don't think I'll ever tell someone you can go now. That'll Again, I mean, yeah, after that yeah, situation, I'll be like, yeah. that was kind of rude, but... Yes, but at the same time, like I said at the beginning, um, when you said the wise forgive but do not forget. Yeah. And how that can be uh, associated with setting up uh, boundaries and stuff. In my mind... With the knowledge that I have now, uh-huh. um, 
that was you setting boundaries. Like, that hey, was you cannot, you cannot disrespect me like this. No. So therefore, you can, you can dismiss yourself. Yeah. Whether that be for my room or my life in general. And the thing is, like, when she came to apologize, she didn't even apologize for the right things. She was just like, I just want us to drop whatever. But I was like, you can say that, but you know that you totally disrespected me on a level that I don't accept. And then she was like, well, I wasn't saying you are one. I was just saying you're acting like one. I said no. Like, just just apologize for everything, what you said, whatever. But you were just apologizing just to, like, for your own good conscience. But it is what it is. And I didn't forget it because it was a lesson for me mm-hmm. to carry, like, hey, like, the little Jordan in me or the little Candace, the little Brandy in me, back in the day, I did that for her because mm-hmm. I don't ever want to do that for the, the Brandy now or for mm-hmm. the Candace now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. As you were talking, I was thinking of a reverse scenario. Go for it. Um, like, that truly did happen to me. But I'm going to state the question, tell the story, and run it back to the question. Okay. Okay. So how do you feel about begging for forgiveness? Ooh. I'm ready for this story. So back in high school, I was an RA, and it was senior year. I had... Lots of friends, small school, whatever, whatever. Is this what? Yes. Oh, okay, go. So, um, I had a close friend at the time, <laughs> and um, basically, cell phones were contraband. So, like, we had to turn them in at night. But every like everyone, like from the time I was a ninth grader, I always had an extra phone or an extra SIM card. I didn't not I didn't have a physical phone as an RA. I just used my friend's phones that I knew had one. But of course I wasn't snitching. But you know, um, you know, I was trying to grow spiritually and just like a lot of stuff was happening for me in my life at that time. And um so there were several people I knew and, like, I had been praying about, okay, well, how should I approach this? How do I need to tell the dean and still remain, uh, like, having friends? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, how do I do this without losing my friends? And um, I don't know if I ever really got that full answer, but it, I did it anyway. So, there was one night in the RA meeting. Dean Chelsea was like, so is there anything else that I need to know? And she never asked that more than twice. And that night she asked it literally seven times and I almost died. Oof, that's that was the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so I was up. like, yo, bro. So like shorty in two thirty one and shorty in two twenty and one twenty eight and blah 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 and everybody and their mama has contraband phones. Um, little did I know that there was a planned room search two days later that not even the RAs knew about. So normally we knew about that stuff, but this time we didn't. But long, 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 long story short, <laughs> one of my closest friends got kicked out as a result. And like literally I lost all my friends, even though I asked God, how do I do this without losing my friends? I just feel like before you continue, yeah. kicking out the person was a little extreme. Okay. The, the person, but no, it must here's be the behind. Thing. 
the person was already skating on thin ice and had gotten kicked out before. Ah, gotcha. Go yeah. for it. So whether they had, One I said something. Yeah. And the phone that they found wasn't even the phone that I was referring to. So that's another screw up. Yeah. Anywho. But, um, yeah. So there was a lot of stuff that I wasn't aware of that the administration was wow. already like, okay, she's got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but so like, you know, that was my homie. So I, you know, felt bad for a long, long, long time. So I would hit her up ever so often like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. Um, I hope you're doing well and I hope that you can forgive me and we can, you know, rekindle our friendship, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. 10 years later, almost the girl literally still hates me. I stopped asking for forgiveness like two years after that <laughs> incident, but I just, I had to let it go and move on with my life. Just hope she did well, prayed for her, um, you know, <laughs> I'm later on because... moved to the same city and she still wanted to fight me, so yeah. And got mad at Gandasi for being associated with me. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, it was it's dumb. <laughs> like, you know. But I just thought in the opposite of your scenario, how do you feel about people begging, begging for forgiveness? There's a And should you? Ever. So there's two sides to it. When it comes to Correct. begging for forgiveness, it all depends on like how cuz I've done it before. How close this person is to you mm-hmm. and um, if you notice that the first or a few times, first couple times when you beg or quote unquote ask for it uh-huh. and the way that they respond is just not positive, I wouldn't say give up, but I would say move on yes. because then it's not about you anymore. It's mm-hmm. about them. Because forgiveness is never about the person saying, I forgive you, mm-hmm. about how they feel. It's it's about the other person who's asking for it. And if they have mm-hmm. a problem with the person asking for it, then they got an issue on their own. And maybe they need to ask for forgiveness. Definitely. So it's just like, for example, there's so many stories where um, someone shoots another gang member and the mom forgives the person who shot the son and it's like it's not that i'm saying i i'm okay with what you did but i'm forgiving you because you have other issues going on and that simple forgiveness can change that person's life Mm -hmm. but going back to the whole begging for forgiveness thing i think there comes a limit to the beg yes Uh, yes you shouldn't have to beg for forgiveness because now you're just you're going over the boundary that you mm-hmm. have set up. Exactly. Exactly. I was hoping you mentioned boundaries. Okay. okay. <laughs> I've done it. You remember the situation between me and a specific person and my boyfriend. Yeah. And in that situation, I had to literally go back and say, like, yo, please forgive me because there was a miscommunication. She heard false information and then ran with it when it was like, nah, fam, like, for real, for real, if you were to just hear me out, this is the actual story. And that's why it's always good to hear somebody out because there's always, like, 5,000 sides to the story. And so you have to just pick the side that you think is the truth. Yeah. I'm laughing because um, 
when you were saying, if you would just hear me out, I was thinking about being Mary Jane's finale. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> <coughs> Don't die. <laughs> um, yeah. If she had just asked Homeboy, what was his name? Bo. Yes. She had just asked Bo how the issue started with Justin. She would have had a better life. Okay, I don't want to go too much into it because I don't know who watched it, who didn't watch it yet. Right, right, right. But at the same time, the finale was trash because she went back to something that she shouldn't have gone back to. And that's... Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I think that that falls under the category of naive. So correct. Although it that, well, I guess it could fall under the forgiveness thing because she had a lot of stuff to forgive herself for, um, and she I guess forgave Justin for all that he did and said. I don't know, um, but I don't know. That's why it's like you, it's always good to talk to the person, yes. like the person you're talking about with your situation. She should just hear you out. Because if she found out that they were already planning to kick her out from jump, then it would have nothing to do with you. But she herself has other issues going on that she's trying to displace her problems and put it on you. So Yes. I mean, it's been 10 years, has it? Yes, probably. Almost. It's I don't know. It's too long. It's long enough where, like... I have two degrees. You have a family now. Right. And like it's to me it wouldn't be worth to be worth it to be like, "Hey, so you know back in high school we had this issue." Like I don't have an issue with her at all, and it I don't really care whether she has an issue with me anymore. Yeah, you like, shouldn't. I'm, if you I'm still just, care then that means it's like what is going what is it that's taking place in in your past that made you hold on to this specifically yes what trauma yes so anyways let's get into the six research-based facts to consider that was a good conversation i'm sorry sometimes you just gotta talk about your past a little bit past hurts and stuff just to sort out your feelings and Mm -hmm. set up new boundaries definitely so the first one says forgiveness makes you happier and healthier do you agree or not yeah, I do. I do agree. If you're unforgiving, from personal experience, if you have, go ahead. I was just gonna from personal experience, I've witnessed firsthand that like I was a lot happier when I decided to forgive myself for some things and decided mm. to forgive others. Like even without a closure conversation, right? I'm very confrontational so whenever someone says something rude to me sometimes I feel like I need to seek out the person and be like hey this is what you did to me but that's not necessary all the time sometimes you just need to say okay Candace or whoever your name is um, why did this situation bug you so much Mm -hmm. and how can you move on if the person doesn't come back and apologize to you yes because it's not always going to happen right And it's not worth it, and it's not always about you. But this says, um, if you are unforgiving, you get a burst of stress hormone cortisol every time you think about the offending event. That's dangerous. I can believe that. 
That I can is believe so that. Genius. Yeah, I can believe that because, like, I. So as a therapist, you t- you're in school. You're trained to like observe body language mm-hmm. and um, listen for feelings as people are speaking and listen to like the specific words that they choose to say as opposed to something else um to like infer different feelings and whatnot so i remember being in session with several different clients and i could mention a past hurt or they could bring up a past hurt and i could feel like my office is right next to the the kitchen mm. and I could go grab a butter knife and burst that tension bubble so hard <laughs> <laughs> a plastic butter knife at that uh i it's like I could just feel their body I could feel them cringing I could mm. see it the hurt in their eyes yeah i I believe that one hundred percent the second one is but beware of the doormat effect. So, the benefits of forgiveness in close relationships depend on how the perpetrator responds to forgiveness. If they continue to disrespect you or ignore your wishes, you will eventually feel like a doormat, Mm -hmm. which lowers your Mm self-esteem. So, it goes back to should you beg for forgiveness in your situation. And I feel like if now with this um, second research-based effect, if you kept begging, then, then that would be like, why don't you feel confident within yourself to be okay that this situation took place and it is what it is? It, right, right, so. right. Yeah, that just goes back to setting boundaries. Like, um, I don't know how many of you follow our page, but the very first, I think, Mental Health Monday video that we did talked about people being upset when you start to implement boundaries because they were benefiting from you not having any in the first place. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Like, a client told me that, actually, like, that they found that quote online, and it literally shook me to my core because, like, I have personally had struggled with boundary setting um, with a lot of people in my life. So, like, I was just like, what the heck? Shaken. Yeah. that's real. That deep. is real. And if they get upset with your growth, oof, here comes a word. If people get upset with your growth, then that is a sign that you need to move on without them in your journey of growing. Definitely. They're not. You need to call the ready. groomer right away and have them, you know, uh, snip, come snip. snip some lambs come off your prune tree. Them, prune them off. Yes. Bye bye. The third one is lack of forgiveness erodes a sense of partnership. So, lack of forgiveness erodes a sense of partnership. A very wise person once said a happy marriage is a union for two of two good forgivers. Everybody messes mm. up sometimes. And it's better to let the small things go than to get into negative into a negative cycle. Correct. Because if you hold, just hold on to the small things and internalize stupid things that could have been talked out in five minutes. Yeah. And let's say one night at dinner, husband accidentally drops his fork on the floor. Boom. He broke the camel's back and now you're hollering at him for something he did three years ago. Facts. Yeah. And that's probably an extreme example. <laughs> But stuff like that literally happens. No, it's real. And then 
I think because of our personality types, like one thing I heard about me is that I'm very direct and sometimes that's intimidating. But it's like, no, I hate holding on to things because I don't ever want anyone to think that I cannot approach them or I didn't tell them that they did something to me and it bugged me. No, I want you to know straight up. And I'm learning how to hold my tongue in some situations. But, yeah. The fourth one is intention and responsibility make a difference. So it is much easier to forgive someone who didn't realize they were causing harm than a person who intentionally hurts other people. Wow. That hurt me just there just a little bit. So, for example, let's say Brandy hurt me intentionally. Like, she plotted, like, to do something stupid to me. Then she comes back and she apologizes. I'm going to definitely have a harder time forgiving her than for me to be like, hey, you know you just did what you did? And she says, no, I didn't realize it. Okay, well, just next time, remember, and I forgive you. Yeah, that's... Like, the first part of that is the epitome of hurt people hurt people. So, like, when people <laughs> when people do things out of spite and revenge, that's that group in the front of that statement. Like, you when you see it in the movies, oh, he cheated on me, so I'm going to go and have a drink with his best friend. Yeah, that's spitefulness. And that is connected to number five. Emotions can get in the way of forgiveness. So going back to, oh, I'm just going to go have a drink with this friend because your emotions got in the way with that decision. That goes back to the whole Jordan situation with um, the Kardashian girl. What's her name? Jordan Ky- Woods. Yeah, with Kylie Jenner. Girl, I don't know. I don't know. Chloe. What? Chloe, oops. Chloe. There you go. See, that's how you know we don't watch. But the thing is, it goes back to that because it's like she probably should not have gone to that party even Mm -hmm. though nothing happened. Mm -hmm. If you were in your right mind. I shouldn't have said that part. But, But, yeah. She was drunk, so she was not in her right mind. True. So, in a situation like that, I'm just using the situation, not Jordan. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you were pissed off at somebody and you said you know what, I'm going to go to this party anyways because I know you don't like her. Let me just go. But see, you let your emotions get in the way. You said, because I don't like her, that triggered a thought in my mind. How do you feel about, and I feel like for girls at least, we probably all had a phase, and if you're still in this phase in adults, I am so sorry for you. I'm dead. But (laughs) how do you feel about, so... You're my girl, and I don't like Patrice over there, so you can't like Patrice. No, I absolutely hate that. Patrice didn't do anything to me. I hate that. If you have a problem with someone, you go fix it. Don't put me in the middle of this. Yes, uh, I had a really big issue with that growing up, because I always found myself as the mutual friend of people that hated each other. And, like, it was hard for me to set boundaries, or it was hard for me, because... Like, I just wanted everybody to, at peace. And um, for me, that it, that didn't mean having a come-to-Jesus moment with the people that hated each other. For right. me, that meant being an ear for Jessica over here that hated Patrice and Patrice that hated Jessica. Yeah. <clears throat> that 
yeah. yeah. It always just So there was a situation with my sister where her friend and I, I was like a little sister to her friend Mm because I looked up to her friend. And so they got into it. And then her friend told me about the situation, but not out of spite. She was just like, yeah, I don't know if you know, but your sister and I are not really speaking, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I didn't know. And so when I had spoken to my sister about it, she told me, but I didn't say that she had told me the situation. I just said, hey, have you spoken to blah, blah, blah recently? Then the tea spilled. Mm-hmm. Then I said, oh, Okay. Um, she said hi to me the other day, so I just wasn't sure if you guys were speaking and it just sounded like something was off. Mm-hmm. Then she was like, you're, you're my sister. You're supposed to have my back. And I'm like, well, I'm not in this. And she got offended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, the person didn't hurt me. And I understand the person, what they did to you was disrespectful. You both were disrespectful to each other in the, in the situation in its entirety. Mm-hmm. But I'm not about to have your back just because you're my sister. If you're wrong, you're wrong. Yeah, no. Call them out on their BS, man. So, so that's number five. Number six, choosing forgiveness, which is the last one. Choosing forgiveness can be an act of empowerment. So that's why when I said maybe you should start forgiving yourself, mm-hmm. that will add growth to your self-esteem, and then you'll feel more empowered about embracing other people. Yeah, but like... If you can forgive yourself for a white lie you told in fifth grade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was uh, pretty far back. Yeah, no, girl. Um, but it like start with small things, you know, like, or oh, I've been lying to myself about this or how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Start small and that way when things come up that are huge and like you don't know how to handle it, you can work towards forgiving yourself for something bigger than just... Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And you you will see the difference, for sure. There's a whole bunch of other research done with forgiveness linked to your physical health, but there's this just one I believe, um, like, for example, alcoholism. If you had forgiven one person that hurt you, I believe that some people should not, would not have been alcoholics today if Mm -hmm. they allowed the forgiveness to take place definitely so drug addicts too there you go so it's it's all connected definitely man so and that's my spiel and that's the tea (laughs) in that order (gasps) sick period (laughs) the gag is I know let me read you. No, okay, I'm we're sick. done. Okay. Yeah, guys. Um, forgive each other. Yeah. Forgive yourself. Forgive, but do not forget, which means set those boundaries for yourself. Put up those uh, flags and be like, listen, you can't disrespect me in this way anymore. And that's that. It's true. It's so true. And that goes for your work life, mm-hmm. your work life, your home life, your family, your friends, your romantic relationships, your platonic relationships. And someone once told me what you continue is what you allow. Definitely. And that goes within yourself, too. Like, if so. you continue to be like, well, 
I guess I'll just be fat forever. Get up and exercise. Right. And change your diet. Sounds a little personal. And I'm joking. <laughs> or, I guess I'm just not cute. Girl. Shut up. Somebody finds you cute and that man is going to find you. Okay. But first you have to find you cute. Yes, boo. But that just kind of went off topic. Just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Like always, we appreciate you listening to our podcast. It is, oh my goodness, May almost. Shook. Tomorrow's May, right? Um, Well, yeah. Today is May because it's May 1st and Tuesday. No, Tuesday is, yeah, today's the 30th. Today's the 30th. Tuesday. Tuesday? Girl, whatever. It's Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) You just... Wow. Yeah, girl. You're right. LOL. Yeah. I forgot. Wow. Time flies. flies. I swear yesterday was January. Literally. So. Okay, y'all. Hit us up. If you're willing to share your stories, please do on the Commonplace Podcast Facebook page. Or via email, commonplacepodx at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We love hearing from you guys, mm-hmm. and we hope you share more often. Yes, and if you have any Mental Health Monday videos, just inbox us, or um, go forgive yourself. <laughs> Peace out. Bye.